This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is December 11th, 2019. And everybody who's been listening know we've been doing picks and kits for the past six or seven weeks. So we're going to finish out the season. This is week 10, 15 picks and kicks. And as always, it's Calhoun. What's up, homie? What's going on, my boy? How you doing? I'm all right. How about you? Pretty good, man. The old Digital Darren family got together a little bit at Sunday for a beautiful occasion. So it was good to see everybody. Yeah. So let me be honest. I'm really ho hum about this week. I ain't gonna lie to you. Right, sir. I just was like, huh, huh. Nothing really wrong. I mean, you know, we're gonna talk about the Falcons and what wrong out to me, and we can probably start right there. But wasn't too much that stood out to me just crazy wise or whatever. Like, maybe the Patriots losing, or are they really taking a step back? That's one thing that may stand out. But um, by and large, this was a, like a ho hum week for me. Whatever, so. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, the Colts, the Bucks beat the Colts. I think that was telling. What? So let's stick. Let's let's talk about what stood out this week. Cause didn't that much stand out this week to you? I think Matt Ryan stood out, and we're gonna say that for later. We're gonna talk about it, but um, so the Bucks beat the Colts. How did that stand out to you? Let's do that. So what is it? Jacoby Brissett is the magic gone. Something is wrong. Uh, the Bucks had no business beating the Colts, and the Colts on the downward spiral. Meanwhile, this is how Jameis sucked you in. But uh, he, had like, he had over 400 yards passing, but he had four touchdowns and three interceptions. Uh, he, I don't know what's up with that cat, man. If he, can get the, if he ever was to get the interception now, he could really have, really could have been a good quarterback in the field. But there's something about him. I don't know if he's stupid. If he can't read it, if he gambles too much, I don't know what it is. I think he gambles too much, but ultimately, that, that you brought up a good point, and that's why I did want to discuss this. Will Jameis Winston be in the NFL next year as a starter? Like, if you're Tampa, if you were a Tampa Bay fan, what would you say? Like, if you are, I don't have one of these boys coming out. He's not. Like, it's not even a question to me. If I'm a Tampa Bay fan, I don't want him there anymore. He's the reason why you lose. Yeah. Like he's had, he's had a couple of decent teams out and he loses them every time. He's the problem. Yeah, I can see that. So it's time to move on from James Winston. Now, from San Diego, well, lost the Chargers, I'll probably try to pick them up to bridge the gap between if they get two or if they get Hibbert <coughs> or whomever they get. But you got Tyroy Taylor who can bridge the gap. You like Tyrod Taylor a little more than I do. I've never been a Tyrod Taylor. I'm saying if you're getting a bridge to gap, like, who needs Jameis? Like, your point made sense. Is he a better quarterback than Tyrod Taylor? That's a debatable. Very it's a, debatable. That's not debatable to me. He's better than Tyrod Taylor. Nah, because he'll get, for all the 400-yard games, he'll give you five interception games. Like, they, Tyrod Taylor was eight. What was he? Went, he, took, he took Buffalo to the playoffs. That was like two, three years ago. Yeah, but like Jamie Winston ain't never sniffed the playoffs. And on the bench, 
I can see how I can see how coaches like Tyrod Taylor, but okay, no, he's not gonna lose the game. But he don't put you in the game either. I mean, he just, if you in that, we gonna run the ball, have a good defense, and win off of traditional football. He that quarterback. If you're not, then he not that quarterback. If you're gonna try to open, but Lord knows James in the up, open it up, give him the keys, and he'll win you the game, quarterback. He did it. He did it the other day. I mean, he do it randomly. Like, he'll get you 7 and 10. I mean, 7 and 9, 8 and 8. That's his ceiling. Because ultimately, he's going to have the game where it kills you. Think about it. He beat the Falcons with three interceptions. He beat. One of the things you have to do with Jameis is something that the Chargers can do. And that's you have to limit his throwing. You have to run the ball. One of the problems with Bucs have is they have no running game. So I think that's part of the problem. If you, I think. I think he's one of those people you start out trash and catch up. Like, you, he ha- the more he throws the ball, the better and worse he is at the same time. Because if you cut his throws, it's not like he's going to be better by decreasing his throws. No, no. I really feel that about that young man. I, I, I don't see him. At, I can't put it like this. If I was a fan of an NFL team and he was my starting quarterback, I would not have. It would not give me a good feeling. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of him. But it's interesting. They beat the Cowboys. All right, so you know, what else? The thing that was uh, interesting to me is the Cowboys – Hey, boy. Well, let's talk about the NFC East in general. Cowboy, Philly, Jets, Redskins. This is one of them years where I wish none of them could go to the playoffs. Like, it just, I just want this to end for all of them. Philly isn't that good. Dallas has talent, but no coaching. I mean, it's just, it's one of them things where you be like, what? Like, man, just go away. I don't even want to see y'all games. Just go away and come back next year. So, every few years... There are, there's a there's division there's a division that's so bad that it brings back up the playoff format debate. And this is another one of those years because both of those teams are six or seven. If they went out, it'll be every nine or seven. But that's that's highly unlikely. Whoever comes out, of they play each other. They play each other. Yeah. Whoever comes out of that division probably is going to be eight and eight, and it should not be going to the playoff. In all honesty, it should not be going to the playoff. Uh, and that's something, and and more than that, they should not have a home game in the playoff. So I think that's something that needs to come up. The NFL needs to, at some point, address their format for the playoffs. I'm not sitting here saying the best 16 teams going there is no NFC, AFC. But what I am saying is the best eight teams, no best 16, the best six teams should go. It shouldn't just be because. You know, you in the NFC, you, you won the division. You, not only do you go automatically, but you get a home game. That shouldn't be the case. And it also hurts them in the draft because they don't draft right. They don't draft in the order they would draft to go to the playoffs. So I think I need to change that up. But I agree with you. The NFC East is a, a, abysmal this year. They need to put some brakes on it. That being said. The week before last week, you schooled me in the picks and kicks. I think this week I got the best of you, sir. Because <laughs> I picked the Bears over the Cowboys. And I also picked the Ravens over the Bills, which was a real good game. Best, Probably the second or third best game. I picked week. the Ravens. I just said I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills won. I ended up picking the Bills because he was back and forth. No, I, like, I picked the Ravens. You beat me on the Bengals pick. I picked the Bengals over the Browns. We both did that. You also picked the uh, Jags. I did pick the Jags. And I picked the Dolphins over the Jets. You beat me on those two. 
So, yeah, you took me to school. I won't. I won't take nothing away from you for that. But man, oh, I'd say something else is standing out. Me, Tannehill. Hey, boy, they don't have a real problem with Tannehill coming after the season. Tannehill, the bigger bag of fake dope you ever seen in your life. But if you're Tennessee, you got to keep him, right? He a new Nick Foles. He got to leave them folks somewhere. Somebody's going to get him a big contract, and he got to turn back into the pumpkin that he is, just like Nick Foles. But I think if you're Tennessee, you're the one who got to give him the contract. But I think he got Tennessee over a barrel, especially if he keep winning. I mean, you gotta pick Tannehill. You gotta drop Mariota. You gotta drop your young quarterback. That's so, what I would do with Tennessee. Let's stick on Mariota and James Winston. They'll be forever linked. Would you consider both of them busts? Oh, without a doubt. Who do you think had the better career so far? James Winston, without a doubt. Uh, Mariota's a straight up bust. Even though he went to the playoffs and James Winston then, and he had a playoff win. He's a straight up bust. Same with Mariota. Mariota, no, let's just play. Oh, that's not, he's, oh, he's god awful. Like, Mariota was so bad, he would detract, he would deter you from drafting another Oregon quarterback. That's how bad he is. <laughs> James Winston just looks stupid. But he has talent. Mariota is nothing. Yeah, it's just interesting because Mariota will lead with, he, Mariota will finish this with a better record than James Winston and have a playoff win with James Winston. You know, you won't have none of those, and he probably has a longer career in the NFL. Better team. Yeah. But James Winston's had yeah. rec- he's had people put up better stats. Let's say it like he had that. Good receivers, but Tennessee has had a better team when they went to play. They had a good team. They have a well-rounded good team now. Especially they're running it. They're here. One thing they can do is they control the clock. They can play defense. They've had that in a while. Yeah. James Winston doesn't have that. He's never had a running guy. Which is odd to me why they've never drafted a running back. Because they give him the ball a million times to throw. But we that's enough about them. Um, I think what stood out to me also with Miami, I think Miami's it speaks testament to their coach. They lost on a bad call for a field goal. Um, I think that they're playing hard for him. I think that speaks very highly of him. Really does. You gotta put him in and now you gotta give him some help. Now you can't go right here. There was tanking that team early and that's why you can't tank early. Because now they are really making games of all these, of, of all these, all these, all these games every week. They give you what you're asking for. And the final thing that stood out to me is Matthew Ryan, fifty thousand yards, tenth player all time to do it. So I'm going to start giving him his credit. Well, we're gonna we're gonna say that for a second part, another podcast. Is Matt Ryan a top ten quarterback all time? We can talk about that later, but. It's well learned for Matthew. I mean, we live in Atlanta. We are Falcons fans, and we know how how maligned he is down here. So, to see him be able to give his haters, you know, the F you, you know what I'm saying, is a good thing for him. Yeah, we'll, we'll shine on that. We'll show up. We're going to get Matt Ryan to legit. We're going to give a podcast. It's just he. Yeah, don't worry about that. We're going to have the haters on there, too. Don't you worry about that. Yeah, so with that being said, I guess we can start. Who get some head? We'll start with the awards. Matt Ryan get some head. Who else get some head for it? KZ. Put him back in his position. Force fumble. Two interceptions. KZ got to get some. Let's see. 49ers got you. They went to New Orleans and had a real shootout down there. You mean Kyle Shanahan's San Francisco 49ers? 
No, I mean George Kittle and that running back duo and that front four. John Lynch well put together team. And the coach that's who driving these good car because we have coaches who can't drive those cars. Nah, that's how I like the Rams as well. Some going on in Seattle, beat the hell out of the Seahawks. That's so the Rams and the Bears in the same. We'll say the Rams and the Bears are on the same level. I think Seattle, their style of play. That's why I asked you last week, can they maintain this? Their style of play is so laboring to me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's one of them things where, like, can you really maintain that for a full year? So I see teams like Seattle losing. To t- that's why I think they're so – I wouldn't put no money on them on the playoffs because the way they play is so week to week. Like, overall, you'll win more games than you'll lose, but you can have a game like that. Like, I don't value the Rams at all. It's more of a, I think, a problem with Seattle now. I think the Rams are doing anything good. I think what they need in Seattle is a better play caller. And I, I thought that after watching that, uh, I don't know if he was a play caller last year in the playoffs. If he was, he's a problem. Their play calling, their coaching, and that instance is terrible. He plays a very bad brand of ball. It's a 1970s kind of ball when you have Russell Wilson. You have to open it up somewhere. Better than what they open it up because teams are really starting to. Like they're so talented, they can push it a little bit. But teams are really playing the run, playing the run, and uh, their their coordinator is not able to. He's not innovative. He's not creative. He doesn't adjust well. He just he's not very good. To have the talent he has, he's not good. Have a quarterback he has, he does not scheme very well. I think that's the problem. Who gets your use up? Um, Carolina. I think oh, Kyle Allen sucks. Carolina is just that much better. Carolina just lost their coach. They had all kind of injuries. Yeah, I can see that. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas gets me sucked. Because Jerry Jones, right, at some point you just got to win a game. So. Your talent level, you should be winning a game. Yeah. You so I give mine to Dallas and I give it to the, rep, to, to the officiator. The refs are terrible, man. I'm not a Patriots fan. Matter of fact, I hate the Patriots. But they screwed the Patriots in that Chiefs game. You talk about the Miami guy who should get a little head either way. You know, they lost this against man, But the refs are blowing calls out of Washington. And it's costing teams games. That's when it's the problem. It's, it's, it's changing the trajectory of these games. The playoffs. These teams, you fight this hard for, for them to do what they're doing. So they got to get some of this. They got to get this officiating together. Because this is just, this is too much of a shit show I have on this field. So the refs get my use up of the week. You know, I'm going to go with Seattle and Houston. The Texans for the same. They lost the teams who they shouldn't have lost to. For different reasons, but Houston were down 31 to 3 at some point, at one point. Like you were. At home. That was unforgivable. That's unacceptable. Yeah, if you're a real team. You don't you don't lose like that. So I agree. That was on the subject. So let's go on to get to this week's games. Let's do it. First game, Thursday night game, Dredd set the Ravens. The line is Baltimore of 14 and a half. Give me Baltimore. I think that line is a tad too high, but I'll take Baltimore. They win by double digits. So I think the line is too high as well. Um, what I will say about Baltimore is they're really, really banged up. Them and Seattle don't play the same style of ball, but they play the same brand of ball, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think they're 
They do. They get they they get dirty with that. They're slobber knockers. Right. That's that's. They have to do something with that. Um, if this was like because they're so tight in the race, they can't sit players. But at, after that Buffalo game when they was beating bruised, like you're watching the the report, and this is why the NFL should get rid of. It's crazy. We should do a podcast about this. They all this fake safety bullshit. It's just like the, the law with seat belts. You're just doing this shit to get tickets. This fake safety shit is just that, just fake safety. Because if he was really concerned about safety, he wouldn't have Thursday night games. They played a beating game. Brutal lot. It was brutal out there against Buffalo Sunday. And they got to turn around and play against the Jets Thursday night. That's ridiculous. And the league need to look into that. Instead of extending and trying to have more games, what they should do is get rid of Thursday night. That being said, I'm taking the Ravens and the host with they get some rest in between. So, <clears throat> I disagree with the seatbelt law. Well, I agree and disagree. I think it can serve multiple purposes. I think part of the problem with the seatbelt law is, again, to, I think giving tickets is probably secondary. I think the primary reason is that when people don't wear seatbelts, the cost to taxpayers increases. Because when you do have those accidents, people get thrown from the car and blase this, blase that. It's just, it's an inconvenience in time and resources and everything. So. I've been in multiple accidents and I never had my seatbelt on neither one of them. Yeah, but you almost a 400 pound man. You know I mean, I see starting to see. I mean, let me tell you something. For the accident that you have to, the accident you have to have to get projected out of a car, one, it has to be head on. Two, y'all have to be going hell of a speed to get you to clear the, the fucking But you see those. Like, you still see those every year. You see, we seen it was one in Atlanta two weeks ago. Man gets thrown from car and dies. Like, that still happens now. So, like, again, seatbelts save some of that. And, they, and not even that. Not even that. Seatbelts just save a general head. Oh, man, I'm just a little shook up. It just Now you don't hit your head on the seatbelt or something. Or you don't fail and broke your arm one way. Like, some, all these are crazy. So, I, I, I think that tickets may be secondary. I do think primarily it is about, hey, we this is something simple that can be done. That can help the most people. To a degree, not to an extent, I agree. But as long as you have bus, school buses don't have seatbelts and motor buses, and as long as you have motorcycles and scooters on the road, that seatbelt shit should be an afterthought unless it's a car seat. So I think I've always said this. I think motor and school buses should have seatbelts. They don't. Like I've always thought that. Always thought that. Now motorcycles, come on. We've seen people. We know people who passed the motorcycle accidents in life. They need to come up with a way for. I don't even know if seatbelts are good for them, because then they just be stuck up on. I have a seatbelt on a motorcycle, but that's what I'm saying. If you have motorcycles out here, as long as you have motorcycles, that seatbelt shit is get out of here. I'd rather have seatbelts on the road than motorcycles. Like I would ban all motorcycles if it, in your world. Ban motorcycles. I mean, if your world is hey, if you don't have if you have motorcycles, then you shouldn't have seatbelts. I'd rather have seatbelts than motorcycles. But that's what I'm. I'd rather have. Well, of course, I'd rather have motorcycles. I have motorcycles. But that's what I'm saying. That's why that shit is just... All that being said, we don't stop tracking our seatbelts. It's not a ploy of the government to just penalize citizens and get more money from us. And to uh, pull us over and try to get more than just the seatbelts. That's what the NFL is. So we talk safety. It's just like we're talking about the seatbelt. Are they beneficial? Yes. Should, this be, uh, should we be more conscious? Like, should we be wearing our seatbelts more? Yes. NFL comes in just like the government. We're going to 
we're going to start testing, we're going to have pay, we're going to make you pay for it, and we're going to raise the prices of it, and we're going to use it sometimes uh, to pull you over and then to harass you in certain ways. We're going to use that safety. And that's what the NFL is. They're using that safety when it's convenient for now. When it comes to the quarterback and making more money and blah, blah, blah. But you haven't got rid of Thursday night games. And so that's a real problem that I have. So I'm one of them people. The NFL plays a total of 20 games, preseason, regular season. I'm cool with making the regular season 16 if you drop the preseason down to, I meant 17 if you drop the preseason down to two. I've always thought team, I've always thought seasons should be broken up into odd number of games. So you either have a winning record or a losing record. And you go from there in every sport. I've always thought that. And like for the NFL, they dropped two preseason games and just added one regular season game. The total number of games decreases. And you get like a hey, you get a clear idea who really should be in the playoffs and who shouldn't should and shouldn't be in the playoffs. I think that's just something to preseason games and my attitude. Yeah. One thing I also you good. Yeah, go ahead. I think they should already drop two preseason games and not adding a game. One thing you're also doing is tapping with the record books. And so this goes back to you know, they have records in place for a reason. And you go to your Frank Gore. Frank Gore has more yards than a Jim Brown or OJ Simpson and things of that nature. And they'll keep doing it. They'll be passing right because you have more games and more chances to break more records. So then they start attaining the records to you. Because you, the, the more chances you have at it, that would can make you better. But if you're looking at snaps and stuff, I think they should leave it just like it is. They have a product that shouldn't be touched again with they keep touching. It's perfect like it was 10 years ago, 15 years ago.
they're so iffy. Both of these teams are iffy. If it was Matthew Stafford back there, I think this would be a cut, you know, pretty cut and dry. I take the Lions. The Lions may win, but Bucks are pretty much riding high right now. I'm gonna go ahead and go with the hot hand. Give me, give me the Bucks and the three. The next game is Chicago at Green Bay. The line is Green Bay by four and a half. Give me Green Bay and give me the line. Trubisky sucks. That is a very, very low line for this game. I would have thought it would have been higher than that. I got Green Bay and Mo. Yeah, so I think Vegas is just getting fooled. So Chicago, the Rams, the Cowboys, they're the good, bad teams. They can beat up on bad teams, lose to good teams. And when they get against each other, Lord, you know, whatever happened, happened. That's all these, all the three of those teams do. Beat up on bad teams, lose to good teams. Mm-hmm. Next one o'clock game is the Texans at the Titans. The line is Tennessee by three. Give me Tennessee and give me the line. Tannehill on five. That's a damn shame what's going on with Lamar Jackson, man. Uh, I don't you know mean Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson, excuse me, not Lamar Jackson. Y'all be in the park, please. I'm getting over. Deshaun Watson, I still believe in Deshaun Watson, um, but but the Titans are white hot at this moment, <laughs> and they don't have no answer. For Derrick Henry, and of course, the glass man JJ White himself is out. So their their defense is not what it need to be. I got to go with the Titans as well. Give me, I can't believe I'm saying it. Give me Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Next one o'clock game: the Broncos at the Chiefs. The line is Kansas City by nine and a half. Give me Kansas City. But I don't think they cover. Kansas City be looking sloppy this year, like even with Mahomes. They don't look the same, do they? Uh huh. They don't lost a step, but they I think they'll get it back after his injury. I think he's, I think they're gonna they're gonna get their win back soon. They're back to since they don't have their their running back, which they should not have cut bait on. They should have did like the Browns when they got him. Since they don't have Hunt, they need a run game. They need a change of pace from time to time. And that, and you can start seeing that teams are key in on it. They don't have it. But I go with the Chiefs, even though that rookie for the Broncos is not bullshit. Not playing. He's he, he going to make it a game. And, it just, and not to bring everything back to Colin Kaepernick, but that's why it's so hard for Colin Kaepernick to get a starting job. That came out of nowhere. No, no, because you had these. I mean, we talked about it in our Colin Kaepernick podcast. You had these young cats, and you got to see if they can play or not. Like, you have, you can't waste a draft pick and never play them. I mean, whether he's good or bad, you had to play him this year. I remember Denver won the teams everybody was suggesting. But he has to, you have to try Drew Locke. Just because well, you draft I mean, him in the front so round. Bad. They were so bad with Joe Flacco. They was like, what, what were they, like one and six? One and six. Like, they were streaming it down. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just. It's like Falcons. At that point, like now, you should just go ahead and sit Matt Ryan and let your young kid in and get the experience. But the Falcons didn't draft nobody. So we don't have that left. Yeah. You're not going to sit Matt Ryan for fucking Shaw. That's stupid. Yeah. But if you had a, you just drafted a Drew Locker, whomever, you would have put him in the game. This is this is when you put him in the game. Yeah. Dolphins at the Giants. The line is the G- Giants by three and a half. Give me Miami. I think they play hard. I think, they, I think they're a better team, better coach team. Yeah, I got the Dolphins. They need to go ahead and find a coach in Miami. They need to, I don't listen to You mean them. New York? New York, excuse me, my bad. You need to fire that coach in New York. I was listening to O.J. Simpson on his Twitter, of course, again. And he was like, man, give Saquon Barkley a fullback. It makes life easier if you're a running back and you have a fullback. He made some sense. It's only one. He was like, if you look at every running back, they have, once they put the right fullback, they numbers skyrocket. They, they play off the charts. 
There's only one running back that didn't. That was Barry Sanders. Thurman Thomas didn't really have a fullback, but I understand. Who? Thurman Thomas didn't really have a fullback, but I understand. Right. That's Adrian point. James, too. So I understand his point. Right, but Hatcher trying to get a little bit, then. No, they went. So, Buffalo, Thurman Thomas, Buffalo, and Jim Kelly and Peyton Manning ran the similar offense. Three wide receivers, a tight end, and a running back. So, dude. And they had that tight end. Dallas Clark was a tight end. Yeah, so. So, that's why you need to you need to give him a If you give a, especially when he says they have no line, you need to give him a fullback. That'll help him out tremendous. But I got Miami in this. I think the, I think the Giants look like shit. Next one o'clock game is the Eagles at the Redskins. The Eagles, the line is filled by four and a half. Give me the Eagles. Um, they don't win. They don't cover the line, but they win. I think they cover. Uh, the thing about them is that that division is so cupcake weak. It's just so it's just soft. So it's it's just pathetic. Let's go ahead and move on. They, they're a trash team. Next game is Seattle at the Panthers. The line is Seattle by five and a half. Give me Seattle. Give me the line. Yeah, those folks trending down, and uh, they did it right. The owner was so smart because guess what they're going to end up doing? Having a better draft pick than the Falcons, they keep this up. <laughs> so smart. Meanwhile, we're trying to win for fucking Dan Quinn. Ain't that something? <laughs> give me the Seahawks and give me the line. Four o'clock game starting. Jags at the Raiders. The line is the Oakland by six and a half. I'm going to take the Raiders and they cover. I like Gardner Minshew, but he hasn't been on this game. So they're trending down. Yeah. Uh, the Jags. That's a good word for it. But they get they swagger back up with the Jags. I need home. But both teams are trending the opposite way. They're trending bad right now. They need to fire that Jaguar coach. Doug Marone is trash. They end up losing your best player. Fucking way home. If they don't fire him, they're gonna fuck themselves next year. Next fourth. Draft the quarterback because I seen some mock drives. They they got Jaguars taking a quarterback. I wouldn't do that. I tried going to Minshew for a year. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't draft the quarterback if I was him. Man, this man been an afterthought and like to give. So I I have two theories when it comes to quarterbacks in college. You either take a quarterback who was great with below average talent, like a Daniel Jones. Or you take a quarterback who threw the ball all the time, so they had a ton of reps to see everything. Patrick Mahomes. I, and Gordon Munshu fits into that second category. I think he can be decent if they give him, if they treat him like a real starting quarterback, I think he can be decent. I think so too. Get the right coach staff around him. He yeah, just time. somebody who believes in him. Because obviously Jacksonville don't believe in him. And you know what? I go like, if they don't believe in him, I wish the Falcons would trade the third or fourth rounder to get him. No, I don't. If they don't believe in him, if I was Tampa Bay, I think it's worth it. Why he a young quarterback? I don't think so because he needs to play now. He's not gonna play for the next two, three years with the Falcons. I agree with that. I can see that. And that'll be a waste of our third pick. We need to get enough GM who can use it, the third pick, right? But if I was Tampa Bay, I damn with Bruce Arian, I damn sure make a play for him if they draft. It goes back to what we were talking about the league overvaluing quarterbacks. If they draft somebody else by having this kid, they'll be a Fool to have somebody else to draft another quarterback instead of drafting a piece to build around him. First round pick, you can get so much shit. And if you make, if your first round pick is a quarterback when you have a guard issue, your GM needs to be fired, in my personal opinion. And then the flip side of that is if it don't work out, you can bench him and draft the quarterback next year. Next year, right. So. Who's your next game? It's Cleveland. The Cardinals line is Cleveland by two and a half. Give me Arizona. 
I like that. I got the Browns. Uh, what you call? He looking like a rookie a little bit. I think if they, yeah, but Cleveland is a Cleveland is a traveling circus train wreck that just keep on. They just won't stop. It's all that, but they beat bad teams. They do beat bad teams, but side note. I didn't think Nick Chubb would be as good as he is. I'm looking at him now. He got 250 carries for 1,300 yards and seven touchdowns. They had no business getting Kareem behind. Nick Chubb took that motherfucking ball. And let me tell you something. If you had a GM or something, you ain't going to make a play for Kareem Hunt. Because they had no use for that kid. And you get a running game down this motherfucker. Nick Chubb took that motherfucker. You know what I mean? I ain't, I, I always knew Nick Chubb was a decent running back. And I thought he'd be serviceable in the NFL. I ain't going to lie. I ain't think he'll be this. That motherfucker run that ball, man. I'll take him over Le'Veon Bell right now. I told y'all Le'Veon Bell was overrated. Uh, Le'Veon Bell ain't overrated. We ain't going down that rabbit hole, though. Who the next guy? Le'Veon Bell only got three 1,000-yard season. Nick Chubb going to have three in three years. See, we're not going to do that again. Who's the next game, sir? <laughs> not playing with you. <laughs> oh, you're not going to fall for the bait. Oh. The Vikings at the Chargers. The line is the Vikings by two and a half. Give me the Vikings and give me the line. Give me the Vikings more than the line. Phillip River looking like bad fucking dope. He looking like old man Rivers. <laughs> like I had said in another podcast, he gonna fuck around and get somebody fired who shouldn't be fired. <laughs> that was gonna go on Phillip Rivers. He tripping now. Give me the Vikings, man. Kirk Cousin, one more time. Net four o'clock game me the Rams at the Cowboys. The line is the Rams by one. I hate they gonna make this America's game. They always do that. I got the Rams though. Well, thank God we live in Atlanta where the Falcons will be on. Oh, thank God. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got the Rams in this game. Every bit of me wants to pick the Cowboys. God only knows. God only knows how much I want to pick the Cowboys. But, huh? Fuck it, I'm going to pick the Cowboys, even though I think the Rams are going to win. I'm going to pick the Cowboys. Without a doubt, the better team. Both of these motherfuckers are iffy as fuck. But boy, I don't trust them sons of bitches at all. The only thing I'm doing now is going about who's the best player on the field. And that motherfucker's going to be Aaron Donald. (laughs) I'm going to take the Cowboys, you got the Rams. Right. All right, let's go. 8 o'clock game is the Bills at the Steelers. The line is Pittsburgh by two. First, let me say, I'm glad that they're getting new blood in these games, meaning the Bills. It's always good to see a new team because you very rarely see the Bills on national TV right now. So, I'm a, I, we, Of course, you got the Bills. That's your team. I like the Bills, but I think the Steelers going to win. I, I got to pick Mike Tone. I think I'm going to pick Mike Tone for the rest of the year. He is a motherfucker. Uh, I, I'm with you. I'm glad they got new blood. I don't know if I would have wanted this game. When I see this game, I think of that old Twister, real ammo, any, but why? <laughs> I want to know why. Bills are still, I got the Bills. Uh, I mean, you see the Steelers because they're a national team, right? Like, everybody knows the Steelers. But, I mean, just to see the Bills, like, you never see the Bills in any national game. So, I think that's what they needed. The Bills need more play. And, I, and I'm glad that you were able, because you, We've only seen the Bills, what, two times so far? Yeah. We've seen them uh, Thanksgiving. And I think they showed the Lamar game, even though we missed that game. And the I only reason we've seen the Thanksgiving because they played the Cowboys, right? Like, you know, just somebody got to play them, so. Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see it. Matter of fact, I'm going to be tuned in this game, man. I can't wait to see it, actually. Yeah. So, Pittsburgh, line Pittsburgh by two. I got Pittsburgh. You got Buffalo. 
Side note, is Mike Tomlin coach of the year? I'm trying to think. Would you want to suck off Kyle Shanahan? It's hard not to. It is it not for me. It isn't one of them two. It's Mike Tomlin to me. He has nothing making the playoff push, man. Nothing. Duck? You got Duck? Why would it be Duck? Put it like that. He getting the playoffs, he the coach of the year. I, I can say that. He in the playoffs, he... It'll be amazing. If he don't right now, he the coach of the year. If, to me, it was between him and John Gruden. But John Gruden, he started... You hate because Shanahan in that list somewhere. Shanahan is after them two. So he done took John Gruden play. Hold on. Nah. It's, it was him, John Gruden, John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh, John Harbaugh done too. What he doing, what he's, he's revolution. He's revolutionizing the game by playing an old school form of the game. Nobody plays that way no more. I haven't played that way. He playing with George Tabby and running with Paul Jones. He playing that 1950 Army, Navy offense, man. He's innovative. He makes the right call. He gave, out of all of them, two of them do the best game plan and adjustment. And that's Mike Tomlin and Harbaugh. So they ain't even close. And one of them is an offensive guru. That's Kyle Shanahan. But they was talking about his game plan management against Seattle. Like he has blunders on that sideline. They just have a hell of a team to pick up his blunders at times. His game management and things like that. He's not all that hot. Now he's hell at offense now. And he got his defensive coordinator putting them boys in the right place. But Harbaugh and Tomlin, they they on a whole nother level with that shit. They right under Bill Belichick. Who's your next game since we had it? Monday night game in the Colts at the Saints, the Lions, New Orleans by nine and a half. Give me New Orleans, but not the line. Give me New Orleans and the line. Uh, Chicago Brisk is losing, man. Thrill is gone, and so is the match. Yeah. So we got one more game, as always. It's the Atlanta Falcons going to San Francisco playing Kyle Shanahan's San Francisco 49ers. The line is San Francisco by 11. I'm going to let you start off. We didn't do the fact. We normally do the Falcons at the beginning. So let's talk about the Falcons real quick before we talk about this game. Okay. What did you think about them last week? It's stupid. I don't want them winning. So, <laughs> <laughs> so them winning and then winning the nature that they win. I, I hate when they do stuff like that. It's a testament to how bad the coach is. You cannot be that kind of inconsistent. Like we mentioned earlier, of course, the contests were beat up some. And, you know, they had a shitty motherfucker coaching. He was terrible. Matter of fact, the coaches were talking, I mean, some a couple of players were talking about him after the game. That being said, man, we probably for them. Like, the scoring was crazy. Defense on point, like that. The score didn't even match what the game looked like. They were beating the hell out of them people. We were watching at your house. My fault was over, and they had no 20 points. I was garbage. So. This is going to show you when everything clicked with the Falcons, what they can do and what they can be. But you need somebody in there who can make that shit work. Yeah. So let's go on to this game. Falcons at the 49ers. What score you got? I got 49 being the hell out of By 11? More. That is our offensive line? Shit. Keep in mind now, we have a shitty offensive line. No run game. 
our defense is going to get gouged. It's Grady Jackson and and KZ and Sheffield. That's it. Deion Jones, somebody can find him. Y'all let us know. Ouch. Ricardo Allen still trans. That trash true front is out with the he's he's fucked up, so he's out. But he who cares anyway? Oliver, trash. Campbell, trash. Vic Beasley, Tech McKinley, trash, trash. Come on, man. It's easy work. I got San Francisco winning too. I think Kyle Shanahan is gonna undress the Falcons, expose them. Kind of what you're saying in so many different ways. Kyle Shanahan is just gonna have his way with an inferior opponent and an inferior coach. This is gonna be worse. It's gonna look like the Me Too movement on TV. This is gonna be great. And there's no whistle to blow. There's no police in sight. And here you are, drunk at a game day. And you just came. So just watch some Netflix and go home. But the Falcons are going to have their ass bend over a barrel, getting a train ran on. That's what's about to happen. And what's going to be a shame is we're all going to witness this and nobody's going to help them. Terrible what's going to happen out there in San Francisco, but I can't wait to see it. I can't wait. It's going to expose Dan Quinn because I think people are going to lead us saying, hey, shit, Kyle Shanahan have been coaching the Falcons instead of Dan Quinn. If not, Kyle Shanahan, Matt LaFleur, one of them, one of them should have never left the building. I think that's going to be the, the, the consensus after this. I think that's what's going to happen. So it's going to be awesome to see. You're going to see what a team, and let's, let's all keep in mind, 49ers are, have just built this team. What is this, two, three years in the making? Yeah. This team is new. This wasn't their roster three years ago. John Lynch Kyle Shanahan has turned that team completely around in less than three years. Let that sink in. Got the right people for the job and they're executed. Falcons been at this shit for what? Dan Quinn been there for five years. Yeah, Mike Smith and Thomas Thomas Dimitro been at this shit for what? 11? 11? 11 years? And you still haven't turned around. Matter of fact, you're trending down. So, 49ers win in convincing fashion. And it's going to be you know, a sight to behold. <laughs> Go ahead and tell the people what they want to hear. DigitalDaren.com. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.